Hello and welcome back to Listen to These Nerds. Uh, today we're going to be playing. I'm sorry, did you say Street Magic? A uh, city building game uh, to build the next destination uh, on the road to Pacific City. Um, this universe's version of Washington, D.C. Um, since we're not really playing characters this time, uh, let's just go around and introduce ourselves. I'm John. I will be facilitating this because I am the only one who's played this before. Hi, my name is Chris, and uh, in lieu of a character, I will also be participating in the building of this city. Hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing Harry as Harry. Uh, hi, my name is Joe. I won't be playing Joe. <laughs> Joe rips off the mask at somebody else entirely. <laughs> Surprise twist we've all been waiting for. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to stay silent for two hours and then <laughs> bust in as a completely different character right at the end. <laughs> The surprise twist. Um, and I'm Jonathan. Uh, in our normal Road to Pacific City campaign, I play Ankh. I'm sorry, did you say Street Magic is a city building game? Um, and uh, I'm just going to kind of uh, read from the book as we uh, kind of move through the steps on, on creating uh, this uh, city. So, uh, starting on page 12... Uh, the first part of creating our city is establishing its tone, the color uh, and texture of the setting we want to explore. As a table, let's decide on three adjectives that will set the mood uh, of our city. We should pick at least one from the list below, but we don't have to limit ourselves to these options. So and then there's a big old list of a uh, bunch of um, adjectives. I feel like one of them has to be, like, I don't know what the adjective is, maybe historical, just because out of all of the places we've been to, this is, or the ones that like we've been to so far, this is both a what that was the nexus of American politics until the directorate took over, but also I'm imagining a lot of shit must have went down in D.C. in like both the initial days of the directorate, directorate taking power, and you know when they eventually fell. So I feel like along with the original history of the United States of America that still kind of exists there, there's also a lot of history now of like, oh yeah, this was a place that used to be part of a war zone 20 or 30 years ago. I have a question. Hmm. Does the president have a giant robot? Yes. I think yes. we established this earlier. Okay. Yeah, yeah the Lincoln Memorial was destroyed in, in its place. <laughs> <laughs> That, uh, did we establish that? Because I like that. We should keep uh, that. I mean, I was just imagining that the road, like the Lincoln Memorial, is the same. It's just now he can get in it, and Lincoln is also doubles as like a gun. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Basically, nah, I like the idea that Lincoln was destroyed, and they put this robot there as to like replace him. <laughs> yeah, and so... then, like at any point, the president can like hit a button and get launched into the mecca, <laughs> the Lincoln Memorial. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> and when he's when it's like going around like fighting crime and beating up villains it's just constantly reciting like recordings of lincoln's quotes and stuff well wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I, I i assume the president's too busy to actually like fight crime <laughs> but like it's in case like it, uh, the idea would be and like this was weirdly practical is if super villains attack the white house which ha presumably happened the, mm -hmm. the president can fight them off by piloting his giant robot. Sorry, when you say that he's, like, launched the Lincoln Memorial, just looking at the distances now, he's basically launched, like, a one and a half kilometers through the air. Yeah. And no, no, to was, the Resolute Death literally, like... I, I think he should go through a network of underground pneumatic tubes. Oh, okay, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hits a I, button under the desk, and he just, like, shloop! The, 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 so we could say like the original Resolute Desk was destroyed, and now the Resolute Desk transforms into like a pod. <laughs> it like folds around him, and then he shoots down into a, a tube. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, uh, Harry, back to idea. the question at hand. I'm, I'm looking um, at this list of adjectives, and I like eerie. I think you know. Okay. Okay. Um, Not in like the I... spooky, scary skeleton sense, but in the like something bad happened here. You know. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's that's pretty uh, that's pretty apt. If I may also offer my own insight, I do think that we want this city to be distinct from the previous one we went to, Liberty City. And Liberty City was, you know, Americana and sort of, you know, it had a real 1950s vibe to it. But this place, yeah, like 
it should be like traditionally American in some way, being DC, but it needs to have a vibe all its own. I, yeah. I feel like and, they, I feel like DC would try to maintain the exact state it was in before DC fell, right? Yeah. Mm. Like, I'd imagine there would be scars and stuff like that, like, obvious stuff that would still be there that's new. But yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with Joey that it's like, they kind of, like, as much as New America is trying to be America but better, they still can't let go of some of the, like, older, like, basically they can't let go of a lot of their old history, effectively. So maybe mm -hmm. reconstructed? Yes. Um, I would see that. I would say they even say see some of the damage as like uh, like a badge of honor, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so they like leave some of the destruction there to, as like a monument. Yeah. One thing mm -hmm. I was gonna bring up later, but I think is kind of apt now, mm -hmm. is that if you go to the Reichstag in Berlin, um, they have re they have filled in areas of like where the shrapnel and bullets have hit the building, but they did it with concrete that's a different color than the original stone. So if you look at it, you can actually kind of like it's a one like it's a facade. But if you look at it, you can actually see like, oh, this is the place where all the shrapnel hit. And oh, so, so I'm figuring with something like with the White House or even with the National Mall, where it's a lot of like white stone, there's like areas that have been filled in with different colors of stone to kind of show like, yeah, this is where, you know, a giant laser blast went by or something like that. So are we thinking like it's kind of like that Japanese pottery thing where they like fix the pottery by like inlaying gold into it yeah just not as you know ostentatious as gold i don't know it's america right <laughs> yeah but it's not that it's not the i don't think it's the same thing i think honestly what it would probably be is they would like maybe fill it in with like uh something like a a dark marble color or something yeah like something that they'd really contrast um also, yeah, before right. we get too much further into this, we should explain why there are so many mechs in New America. That's a conversation we've had, but it's not something we've actually recorded before. True. Mm. So, the uh, part of the, the history we came up with um, was that during the rule of the Directoriate, uh, one of the uh, people in the New America area that was part of the Resistance was, uh, was some sort of super genius who created a easily replicatable uh easily like buildable like giant robot uh design and just gave it to everyone so that you know anyone can in a kind of anyone can be a hero um methodology to just empower as many people as as uh they could to you know stand up to the directoriate so uh giant robots is kind of a staple of the new american like superhero community. Yes. Hence Robo uh hence uh Robo Mecca's replacing uh Lincoln. Mm -hmm. All right. So we've got our three adjectives. Um uh <clears throat> All right. So we use these words to start a brief conversation about the city blah blah. blah. Okay, we already did that. Um Yeah, so so I, I think the general tone we're going for here is, uh, so DC is still the center of the new American like government, right? Hmm. Imagine so, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, so it's a lot of reconstruction. It's a lot of um, this kind of like scarred, like, uh, uh, like architecture. Um, a lot of monuments, museums, that sort of thing. Yeah, I would say yeah. It's a lot about history, whereas like uh, Liberty City was largely about like evoking history. I would say DC is more about like like representing history, like actually showing historical stuff and like educating versus like giving you like a vibe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. While the the Liberty City was about like you know trying to recreate the good old days in in so much as it's trying to like recreate the like kind of the safety and I idealism of the American dream uh, DC is is much more about you know about this is what it took what... to get there yeah hmm all right so I think we've kind of got the general idea of the of the city so um 
so we're going to start by laying the foundations uh, for our city. So uh, we're each going to... Uh, so I'm going to start off, us off by creating a neighborhood and then a um, landmark that is inside that neighborhood. Um, and then we're going to just go around the, the digital tabletop here and uh, everyone is going to either create a neighborhood or a landmark. Okay. Does that sound good? All right. Sure. Does it have to be in this neighborhood or how does this work? Uh, so the neighborhoods exist in the city and the landmarks exist in the neighborhoods. Okay. Uh, it, it's kind of a like a drilling down thing. So there's landmarks, uh, neighborhoods, landmarks, and residents. Residents are tied to landmarks, which are tied to neighborhoods. Hmm. So like if we were going to talk about Liberty City, you could say, um, you know, uh, so a neighborhood is like downtown and then inside downtown there's um, the greasy spoon and then inside that there's you know the 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 chef of the at the greasy spoon who makes the flapjacks that um, that John Sanson really loves right okay mm -hmm. yeah all right so all right starting off with exploring a neighborhood so okay so title a reputation and a true name okay so uh every neighborhood has a title a reputation and a true name the title is what it's actually called like um uh and then the reputation is like just a couple sentences to to explain the neighborhood's vibe and then the true name is is two or three descriptive sensory images that paint a clear picture uh, of the neighborhood in your mind. So I think that there is a, uh, a neighborhood called Memorial Park. Okay. And what's the reputation of this place? So Memorial Park has the reputation of being um, a place to honor the fallen. It's quiet compared to the rest of the city. Hmm. And it's a new place in an old city. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Alright. And then... Uh, for uh for the true name uh, i think it's soft voices silent guardians and uh so memorial park is um so my idea for it was that it is a it's kind of a place that they created after the fall of the directorate that is kind of an honoring of uh, like heroes who fell during the rise of the directorate, heroes who fell during their fall, and kind of a reminder that, like, of everyone who who fought to 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 bring back people's freedoms, and it's got like all of the, like it's got like big like uh like like uh, probably the same like colored of color of stone that they used to like repair the the rest of the city as like big memorial slabs with like people's names on them and i think they also have the uh that the hero who sacrificed himself to to defeat the the head of the directoriate there as a statue do we know where the final showdown took place i don't think we have established that um i don't think it was in dc necessarily but i don't know do you think it should be in dc I mean, it could have been elsewhere. It's just really kind of a matter of we haven't really gotten to the nitty gritty of what, like, you know, what was happening in those final moments, effectively. It would make sense that it would be something in D.C., kind of similar to, like, the Vietnam uh, War Memorial, mm -hmm. assuming that it is in D.C. and I have not just talked out of my ass. Mm -hmm. I do think it makes the memorial definitely makes sense. Um... Oh, yeah, so the Vietnam Veterans Memorial is in D.C. Whew! Yeah, so... um so I think that that actually specifically within uh, Memorial Park, as a um, as a uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, as a landmark, um, um, I think the did we ever give a name to the uh, to the hero? His we power, did not. His we powers were electricity, right? So yeah, yeah, but we didn't actually give them a name. I mean, if we really want to, it could be that, like, nobody did know that person's name. That, I, like, they just no, happened I, to have this ability. I know. I, I think we said specifically it was like a it was like a hero. It was a hero team, right? 
And that, and that what it was was that they person, the person converted themselves into electricity to kill the the, the leader of the directorate. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so it's some electricity thing. Uh, here, let me look up good electricity. Uh, we just bust out the old uh, hero thesaurus. If you really want to make it a nerdy superhero on the nerdier side, you could always call him Coulomb. Uh, what about like Galvin for like galvanize? Mm. Or like, I'm fine with uh, that. Yeah. Okay, so as a landmark to Memorial Park, I think it's Galvin statue. Um, yeah. So it has title which we have it's uh has an address like a where is it and i think the the answer is it's like right at the entrance or do you think it should be like at the center i feel like if galvin died in the attempt it probably would be in the center okay. and then you know like flanked on each side by a uh, kind of uh mass memorial sort of thing with like the names on each side yeah all right so it's at the center of of Memorial Park. Um, and then it also gets a true name. I kind of want to say that the, the statue is unique. Like it, uh, like all, most of the rest of the memorial is in this like dark stone, but I think his memorials would probably be like an actual metal statue. Sure. You could even say it's like has lights attached to it or something. <laughs> like a, like a low level, like Tesla coil. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. It just, it like, if anyone tries to touch it, they just get like a very mild shock. Well, like, just see, like, his hands, like, electricity arcing between his hands or something. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, so I think it has, like, the smell of ozone. And, um... And I think it's kind of like a beacon at the center of the park. Yeah, it definitely would be the... If arcing electricity would definitely be very obvious. <laughs> yeah to imagine that can't be on all the time because otherwise someone would like inevitably stick their hand in between the two of them and get like just super shocked i mean like you just just make it high enough that it's not easy you'd have to like get a ladder to climb up to it do you know about the statue in glasgow that at all times has a traffic cone on his head it's like 12 feet off the ground and there's always a traffic cone there I mean, yeah. like, university yeah. students are always going to do stupid shit, but I, I yep. think maybe after the first or second one dies. Well, I don't <laughs> think it's going to... I think it's probably kept at a low enough amperage that it's, like... Yeah. It'll hurt. It'll, like, you... In order to do that, you need, like, oh, okay. well, then very high voltages, but you can do it with low current. So, yeah, like, it won't kill them, but it will fucking hurt. And another question. You said it was how far off the ground? We didn't specify exactly. Just like, high enough that it's not like people can reach up and touch it, I'd imagine. Yeah, so exactly. Do we but... imagine that he's he's posed with his hands above his head, maybe? Mm, yeah. Like that. Yeah, that could work. But here's my concern. If people are stupid enough to climb up and touch this thing, that means that they've got, you know, a decent enough fall before they hit the ground. Yeah. Hmm, trying to think, actually. Uh... It would hurt, but as long, but it's not like a, it wouldn't be a, um, like one of the ones where you like, you lock up. It would basically be like, imagine something like an electrical shock, just much, 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 much more intense. Mm. Speaking from experience of having accidentally shocked myself with 10,000 volts before. Oh, Jesus. Again, it's not the voltage that kills you, it's the amperage, so. Yes. So assuming that they're not, like, trying to balance on top of something while they're doing this, like, if they're grasping onto the statue, climbing up it, like, um, like, like a rope style, they probably wouldn't, like, get shocked and fall off. But yeah, it would be one of those, like, zap! Oh, God! Also, superhero universe, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, we don't need to worry about it. I don't think anyone's gonna, gonna call us the task on, like, a, a very ostentatious statue. Yeah, this is a little... Alternatively, little maybe it's just a plasma ball. Ah. Oh. Sure. It's a, yeah. Again, not... I'm with, I'm with Jonathan. It's not that big a deal. It's just a statue. Yeah, like, but, okay. what if it was one of those, you know, plasma balls, like, that you have at Science World and stuff? Mm-hmm. And they actually, like, where people can go up and touch the thing, they actually 
put rubber on the ground in front of it precisely because some idiots will absolutely try to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I think I, I I like it better with the idea with the the hands up as so it is literally a beacon at the center of the park. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah, it's fine. Just like have him raising a single arm up and there's a ball on the end. Okay. Yeah. So, um. Mm -hmm. It's also probably significantly less loud than constantly having lightning zapping between yeah. the hands of the statue. Yeah. Yep, that too. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's the, you know, the, the, the neighborhood and the, uh, landmark of, uh, Galvin's statue. So, uh, so, uh, now we're gonna each go around and add either a neighborhood or a landmark. And you can go bigger than what I did. I basically made a park, but if we wanted to make that... Theoretically, uh, Memorial Park could have been a landmark within a, a larger neighborhood. Yeah. Um. Um. So how do we want to do this? Just go, um, down in the Discord call? Uh, yeah. So... Okay, my turn up to bat. Mm -hmm. So, I've got to come up with another neighborhood? Yep. Okay, so we're, we've addressed kind of like a more quiet sort of, um, you know, town what with the park and everything. Maybe, I'm thinking the next neighborhood should be a little more busy. Maybe a little more commercial, maybe. Uh, I'm just trying to think about what works for... Washington, like, uh, hmm. Anybody, uh, got any ideas to help get the ball flowing, the ball rolling a little? Uh, I mean, like, the thing is, is that we're kind of like, you know, fixate, right now we're fixated on it, but like, you know, the surrounding areas of Washington are still, um, you know, modern city by sort of, yeah. um, standards. Yeah, I know, I know what mine is gonna be. Yeah, mm. I've got mine. All right. Well, so 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 you said you wanted something what like more? Um, I I don't know. Like like expensive? You want like the fancy part of town? Like um maybe yeah. Um. Okay. So ooh. I'm looking at actual actual places in uh, Washington D.C. Yeah, like there cool. is literally just a place that is called downtown, which is like yeah. downtown, wow, that's very descriptive. Downtown historic district. Mm, well, yeah, there's different definitions. Yeah, I, yeah, like, I feel like, like the, gold, the Golden Triangle is a business district. Waterfront that's on the Potomac. Yeah. Hmm. Well, why don't we back up a little bit? So this city that we're creating, what does it represent exactly? Because Liberty City was all about like, you know, Americana and that sort of vibe of what America could be and everything like that. What about this city? What's the, like, it's about America as it was before the Directoriate took over? I think it's about what it, what it took to get here. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's like, it's like a city of survivors, right? It's like a city mm. of, of, like, victory despite adversity, or would be kind of like the angle. Yeah, okay. or even more like, you know, like the original, like, something, something, a more perfect union, basically, where it's like, yes, there have been significant missteps both in our own history and with the directorate but we are working to get to that better place okay well what if there was a neighborhood that after the attacks of the directorate was left the way it was as sort of a constant reminder of what happened like uh you know um there are still things like um a a building that's you know sort of culture like an entire maybe city block that's kind of been roped off uh, or people aren't allowed to pave over and build over it or anything but there are still like walkways that lead through it as kind of like a oh, you like, know, like an like an like an open concept museum yeah exactly an open concept museum showing all of the buildings that were um you know wrecked in the fight against the directorate I like that. I think that would be a landmark as opposed to a neighborhood, but I do like that mm. concept of like, here is this like four square blocks that is buildings that were destroyed in fighting in the capital, either during like directly after the the Paragon died and people realized, oh shit, we can take bad this back. 
or like mm-hmm. in the initial days of where everyone was like, well, maybe it's not so bad. I mean, Nixon was kind of a piece of shit, and then things got worse. Yeah, and there are like pedestals in front of buildings detailing what happened and like which uh, villain's attack it was that caused the building to be reduced to the state. You know, notable incidences that occurred. Uh, you know, like this is where, um, you know, this particular hero uh, rallied together a group of civilians and together they uh, advanced and, you know, retook the front line. Yeah, I, I, I think I don't think we necessarily need to define every specific like the specific events, but we we could say is yeah. that for for narrative purposes, there is a blasted cityscape equivalent. Mm. Uh, that's like a block that is just like decimated, but has yeah. like all those little plaques set up to say like, oh, this is where this battle like this is the this this used to be this building and this is what happened and the the tour guide has like. And we could even say that there's a, not necessarily a monument, like a like a statue, but there's like a uh, on memorial. this day, like plaque sort of thing. Well, like a memorial, like slab in the middle. That's like here's all the people that, that lived here that died. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess the question would be, what would this thing be called? What would this this open concept museum be called? Well, there's the official name and then the true name, right? Yeah. Um. The official name is, um, like, um, ooh, uh, what about the name of the block before all of this stuff happened? Like, something very innocuous. Um, like, uh, hmm, how about... Like F Street or something like that. Um, yeah. Or, just yeah, like, like, like 2nd Street or, like, 1st Street or something. Yeah, um, how about, uh, 42nd Street? Alright. Sure. So this is a landmark, so forty second street. And then for landmarks, what do we do? Declare a compass, blah 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 blah. Alright, visiting a landmark. Title. Uh, Alright, <laughs> so next is an address, so it's like, where's the address? Well it's it's on forty uh, second street. Ha! <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's funny, is the real forty second street in Washington DC is right beside something called a Friendship Heights. <laughs> Well then, yeah, let's call it uh, so like the Forty Second Street Preservation Area, something like that. Maybe not necessarily that. Uh, well, actually, that could be that formal, like the Forty Second Street Preservation Zone or something like that. I guess the address is um, <laughs> on the street uh, on Forty Second Street. Yeah, and then so then. A true name. Similar to a neighborhood, each landmark has its own true name. However, this should be even more specific than the name for your neighborhood. How does this landmark exist within the neighborhood it is being placed inside? Does this landmark match the neighborhood's style or push against it? What makes it unique? What makes it irreplaceable? What can you touch, smell, or taste? So I guess this is the very, like, sort of poetic description of it. Yeah, like, what do people call it who live there? Something like hallowed ground or something like that? Uh, I, I guess. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. How about... Uh, Ghost Town is actually kind of close to what I think would make sense. Something along those Ghost lines. Town, it works, that... but it's very... Deri- like, it's kind of derivative for what's effectively supposed to be part of a memorial. Well, not yeah. necessarily Ghost Town, but but I mean, like, I think Yonathan's on the right track in terms of, like, reverent but empty, right? Yeah. Like, maybe like, a lot hmm. of people don't go to it. They, like, the, the people that go to it are tourists, and not a lot of people who live there go there. Yeah. yeah. Mm, Heritage Lane? Hmm. Uh, I, I mean, like... I, I, uh, the thing is, I think what we're, like... The problem is that the true name isn't necessarily, like, what do people call it? It's also supposed to be, like, sort of poetically descriptions of the actual, like, place. Hmm. So, yeah, like, reverent but empty could be kind of a, uh, like, a thing. Yeah, you could just say, like, a piece of history is its true name. Yeah. Hmm. A piece of history, frozen in time. Yeah. Alright. And then, I don't know if we want to... Because it's the name, and then the true name, it seems to be more like a... Um, I don't know how many it is, because I know John put down two, I think. Uh, the center of Memorial Park. The smell of ozone. Beacon. Yeah, because Beacon probably is also one that's fairly similar. 
I imagine that, uh, yeah, a piece of... Eh, but I think a piece of history frozen in time kind of works. Yeah, I think so. All right. Uh, okay, so then the next is mine, and I'm going to create a neighborhood. So, um... I'm going to create um, the neighborhood, which is the new National Mall. Okay. And so as the name suggests, this is basically um, the National Mall, but uh, after, of course, the Directorate, a lot of things had to be rebuilt. They've also been renamed. Mm. Uh, it also contains... So let me just see here. Uh, what the citizens call this neighborhood on a daily basis? Okay, so that's that. A reputation. Um, I'm going to guess the reputation. So the idea behind the new National Mall is, as I was saying, basically after the Directorate took over, they tried to kind of, a lot of stuff remained the same. Obviously, you know, the Lincoln Memorial at some point was destroyed and replaced with a giant robot that the president uses to fight things in the event that like a national crisis is at hand. Um, That's so hilarious every time I hear it. <laughs> but I feel like there would also be other changes to it in terms of uh, like its sort of things. Like for one, I feel like the Washington Monument either is destroyed or significantly reworked in some way. So I think, the, I think the top's missing. Oh yeah, they just they steal the golden tip of it. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel I, like they've. I, I think, it, and I, I see, I, I see it as being like a, a non-clean break. Like, and it kind of symbolizes, like, it kind of embodies, it is, it is transformed into a symbol of perseverance despite, like, uh, like, hardship, in the yeah. sense that it's, like, it's not like a samurai, like, did, like, a super cool, clean cut. Yeah, it's something, like, uh, like, smashed into the top of it. It's yeah, it's like the Hulk ran yeah. up and punched it, and it, like, cracked. So it's just, yeah. like, the middle, it's, like, the, the bottom two-thirds of it, and then the top is, like, kind of, like, jagged. Mm-hmm. All right. So, how do I... What do I say this? Yeah. The other thing is basically that it would contain um, the Smithsonian Museums, which um, would still have all of the stuff that would be currently in the Smithsonian, but would be also like, oh, hey, this is like the beginning of superheroes in America. This is the part of where we talk about like what led up to the Directorate taking over. This is when we talk about, like, the Directorate's occupation and all the horrible things that happened during that. This is the wall of collaborators. If you see any of these people, call this number to report them so they can be arrested for crimes against humanity. That sort of thing. Yeah. Mm. So, as a reputation, um... <laughs> it's no longer the end of history, Fukuyama. Um, what do mm -hmm. other neighborhoods think of? So yeah, I guess um, it would be like the reputation would be something like a blend of old and new. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, um, in terms of its like feel. So again, like um, monuments destroyed but persevere, monuments broken but persevere, but persevered, mm. persevered. Um, the like. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Like a repository of knowledge in regards to like the Smithsonian. Uh, art, uh, archive. Ah, Archi yes. Uh, archive of history. Archives of history. Hmm. And then I guess the only other thing would be kind of. Um, oh yeah, and they probably added. I, I kind of imagined when John was coming up with Memorial Park that Memorial Park is being placed inside this somewhere. Or uh, not Memorial, sorry, place. not Memorial Park. Uh, Galvin statue, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. So something along the lines of like um, repository of. Oh, that was the other thing that I wanted. Um, so one thing. Uh, well, I can't do that now. That's probably better for later. Um, but yeah, so the idea would be something along the lines of like you know memories of the fall, like you know ah oh, whatever. That's those two are fine. So I guess we'll move on then to. Uh, who's next on the call? Uh, Joey. Alright, um, so, uh, mine is a neighborhood as well. Um, and it is Chinatown. So, uh, I'm gonna say in this alternative history, Chinatown was never gentrified. Oh. Um, so Chinatown is still primarily, uh, uh, an Asian community. Um... So yeah, um, I, yeah. So what I'd say is that like Chinatown persevered despite uh, 
like direct directoriate because I don't think I'd like I'd, I'd like to say that the directoriate's control wasn't didn't have any specific ethnic uh, issues, so Chinatown existed and persevered despite it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And it was never really like instead of um, and I'd say like due to multiple circumstances like. Uh, it just lined up that uh, the, the the Asian community that lived there was able to uh, maintain control over the the um, property. Like maybe I guess the idea is that like the the economy was never in a situation where like housing prices raised to such a degree that like people got kicked out or were bought out by any mm-hmm. like you know rich rich outside yeah. interest. So. They essentially maintained and grew, um, and I would say like Chinatown is, has grown to be like very vertical, um, and like a lot of people like the the it's not only Asian people who live there, but the uh, I would say like because it was such a tight knit community that they they like they even actually welcomed people in, um, and like they were they were a little bit more ready to deal with. Uh, the idea that they would be attacked. So, yeah, something like, okay, we've we've seen this shit before. We yeah. kind of know a bit better how to deal with this. Yeah, so I'd say like there were uh, like individual heroes who lived in Chinatown, maybe who were able to help uh, preserve it. Um, like the Directoriate, they obviously didn't fight the Directoriate often, and, and it's, it wasn't like safe sovereign ground or something. Yeah, but, what but I they, will... they knew the blind spots where they could hide things and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I, I, I would say they, they largely fell under the Directoriate's, like, gaze in terms of, like, issues. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so I, was, I would call it... Uh, let me just check the book. I want to make sure I... So... Well, so first it's uh, a reputation. Yeah, yeah. So, so reputation is bustling um, market. So, yeah, and, I, and I'd say that, like, Chinatown is built upwards, so, like, it has a lot of, like, tall structures, but not in the same way of, like, a skyscraper, like, not skyscraper level, perhaps, but, like, significantly taller buildings with, like, multiple businesses. Like, the, mm. like, six to seven stories, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, and, and has, like, its very own, very specific sort of, like, meshing of aesthetics of, like, various Asian cultures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, a couple of sentences, general vibe, residential, commercial. Yeah, I would say like bustling markets, uh, lived in, uh, uh, generational. Yeah, it's like, there's not like, uh, there's no McDonald's in Chinatown. Um, it's all like family restaurants that have been around for like 50 years. Um, yeah, like you either or, or, you either or, survived or you didn't. Yeah, or it's like you know a guy uh, whose brother has like immigrated and is opening up a shop uh, at like in the place their grandfather used to do like tailoring. Yeah, right? like I kind so of it, like the idea that maybe the in the building up they they create kind of like a like some like skywalkways that move between. That the that's legitimately what I was thinking too. Is like there is a lot of because of the verticality. There's like walkways between buildings mm, yeah at, at, at like at like a third at like a third floor fourth floor level or like yeah, I, i'm it, ca- kind of imagining that that was something that's kind of like sprang out because like the directoriate didn't like we said it was kind of been like beneath the directoriate in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and so a lot of places just kind of built these walkways uh at first like you know kind of ramshackle just because it was easier getting around in the event that like you needed to move something now but now they're like more official like they're kind of built into the buildings like you know planned for rather than like improvised Mm -hmm. uh okay so that's title rep true name um because again, I, I get the feeling the true name is just more like yeah. you know descriptions of the thing. Yeah. Well, um, it's supposed to be like kind of sense memories things. So mm. like. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'd say the smell of home cooked food on a. Uh, I, don't, uh, I would actually maybe maybe something more like you know like uh, traditional Chinese street food. Well, that's what I was thinking. Like it's like home cooked food as in the sense of like. 
smell of uh, street food or comfort. yeah, like like recipes, like family recipes. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll put family recipes. The smell of family recipes. Uh, family recipes. Um, um, lots of feet, feet, and little space. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that one of the features of Chinatown is that it's quite crowded mm. um, because of the verticality, right? Because mm. yeah, um, it makes sense. They didn't so much build out as opposed to up. Yeah. Uh, uh, strangers chatting. I would say, like, there's a, a very much a vibe when you, like, go into Chinatown of, like, people talking to each other, uh, be mm. it in, you know, whatever their native language is or English, um, of, like, people People are very, uh, like, cordial. Like, it's not the Chinatown of, like, you know, uh, it's not the classic Chinatown, like, ooh, it's all gross and grungy and people give you the side eye. Mm -hmm. It's, like, actually very much closer to, like, a small town in a big city. Yeah, or, it's got its. It has its own thriving community. Yeah, well, and because a lot of these things are generational, right? It would be like, oh, the guy who works at the tea shop uh, is also babysitting the kids from the dry cleaners, and the but the brother of the guy that works at the dry cleaners works at the uh, works at the tailors, and they yeah. have a deal going on with the dry cleaners, and the grandfather of the tailor owns mm -hmm. the. Owns the owns the farm where all the food comes in from out of state. Yeah, there's like, a lot of like little favors being passed around. Yeah, and like I'm sure that would lead to some level of like uh corrupt like nepotism and corruption. But like I want mm -hmm. I think the vibe of this Chinatown is largely just like a lot of like I th I think it is I want to avoid anything around like xenophobia or like pe keeping people out or. The, yeah. the intense crime, um, and have and position it more around community, right? Like you can go to this Chinatown to find out information, and like mm. I'm sure there will be a guy who knows a lot of stuff, but it's not like you have to go through like a uh, like a mahjong parlor full of smoke and a bunch of dudes with like mm. knives, and then go down. It might, but it there there. You, there will there will be people and stuff and i'm sure there is to some degree like criminals yeah. but it's not like it's run by the yakuza kind of deal right like, yeah, this is it, it's more like you go up to the guy at like making food at a restaurant you ask him a question he goes oh yeah like i don't know that guy specifically but i do know a guy who he's friends with and he probably knows i would say like the nice parts of kamarocho like the more fun <laughs> friendly parts <laughs> too like like you could see that there's like a guy doing like yakuza side stories running around and like <laughs> there's a guy running around with a chicken because his uncle needs, needs him to deliver the chicken to his uh second cousin yeah i need to get this pizza back to this person i don't know why i'm suddenly the delivery boy for it but i just gotta yeah yeah, and like let's say two guys get into a fight, and like everybody's watching, going like, "Woo, get him!" And then afterwards, like both their moms come out from like opposite corners of, of Chinatown, and are like, "What are you doing? <laughs> How many times have I told you not to fight that boy?" Yeah. So yeah, that's the vibe I want to go for. It's like a, a like very tight knit community that like weathered the storm with that was the uh, directorate like together and mm. just grew from it. Yeah, um, I will say just to kind of interrupt you, one thing I did also add to the new National Mall is the scars seen all over, which is again mm. just kind of going back to that thing of you know they replaced a lot of the damage that when the the white stone with that sort of stark black marble to kind of give this contrast of like hey shit went down here. Mm. All right, uh, Jonathan, have you been muted this whole time? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Just wanted to double check that you weren't like speaking into the microphone, and we just all didn't hear you. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Though speaking of Joey, is that? Uh, yep. You've got I'm, I'm done. All right. All right. Uh, okay. Then I guess it's me. Um. So, uh, as Harry already mentioned, uh, the Potomac River runs through Washington D.C. It's an enormous river, leads uh, directly out into the Atlantic Ocean, um, and I think during the you know, the attack on Washington, D.C. by the Directoriate, like, this is a huge, hugely important target for them, right? 
And so part of that, this siege would probably have involved destroying a lot of highways and roads leading into Washington, D.C. I think the aftermath, mm. in the aftermath of that, uh, the port and the docks became like the center for commerce of the city because it's one of the only reliable ways to get things in and out, not only like uh, cargo, but also people. Um, and so I think in like southern Washington, D.C., uh, where around where like the old docks were sprung up this huge commercial like industrial center uh and that's going to be my neighborhood the potomac shipping depot hmm. yeah i mean that works with that works with uh chinatown as well yeah yeah totally um so right so i think some of the key points about this neighborhood is that you know th this is really like especially in the direct aftermath of the directory attack this became a representation of the people of the town or city pulling themselves up by their bootstraps right like they had to find a solution to their problems and they had to do it quickly if they wanted to rebuild right um and so this isn't just a center of industry it's also a, a point of pride right it's like a, a representation of what is possible and what can be rebuilt from the mm -hmm. rubble um, and so it, it's kind of funny to think of like major landmarks being integrated into a shipping depot, right? It's just a, a center of industry, but I think there are like, maybe not, you know, tourist traps, but places of reverence, uh, in the same way that like, you know, Vancouver has the Iron Workers Memorial Bridge. Um, so I think like maybe a, a landmark or two that could be a part of this neighborhood would be like a, a a raising bridge um like you know those old-fashioned bridges that raise to let ships in totally yeah yeah and, so are uh, you bill so because i think uh so john is it that we build the neighborhood in the landmark or is it one or the other one or the other oh okay okay that's cool I'll well you can, you can say you can say raising bridges as part of the landmarks right like oh sure. yeah that's true yeah. or as part of the neighborhood right like it's not a specific one it's just they have some yeah sure yeah, so the like new bridges had to be built, um, done like fairly quickly, uh, and I think also like in the aftermath of a war zone, people who had capital prior to the attack tend to be the ones to take control directly after, right? Especially yep. in a commercial sense, mm -hmm. um, and so I think there was maybe like a lot of tension in the rebuilding and in the the construction of the docks because of you know a few rich folks basically got in while the getting was good and mm -hmm. you know scooped up a lot of the the, the real estate and the, there was a lot of like scuffles because of that because uh, you know the, the people need to eat right everyone is relying yeah. on these docks um and so i think there's maybe like a, a big union hall um that was built and rose up kind of as a a, a natural result of this hmm Yeah, and I think still, like, one of the easiest ways to get into Washington, D.C. is via the sea or via the river. Um, and so, like, it, this isn't just an industrial area. It's not just docks and, like, trucks and, and warehouses and stuff. There's also, like... Ferry terminals and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, this is, this is a, a real uh, hub for public transit within the city. And there's also like a lot of hotels, maybe like some uh, like markets and stuff directly adjacent to the docks. Like this is kind of like a, you know, a, a place that if you were visiting the city, you would go because this is where all like the souvenirs are and stuff, right? And if so, you so you in, say it's like more touristy. Well, maybe not super touristy, but like it, it it is the first impression that a lot of people get of the city and so the people who live there have made made an effort to make it like kind of nice right yeah um and yeah i think maybe kind of along those lines maybe there is like a a large statue or a memorial or something at the entrance to the dock so that people coming into the city that's that's the first thing they see um as their ship is coming in yeah is there so i am not super up on the lore of our uh, little world here. Is there like a symbol, like a, not a mascot, but, um, you know, like a, a notable like 
thing that people rally around in this area mm. in this like imagine province. it would be like the whatever the new america the the new america flag is mm. just because i don't think because like we have a galvin statue um mm -hmm. the idea i think would be is that if it's like this very like patriotic like hey we managed to rebuild this like i'm imagining that um i don't think it's a statue but like you know the like the the soviet thing of like you've got the worker in like with one hand forward and the uh the the farmer with the other with the, uh, their hand forward and they're like standing side by side right and yeah. they're each holding like a soviet flag like mm -hmm. i'm not imagining something like that but i'm imagining like oh yeah that would totally be a statue at like this area with like a big old like you know new american flag waving it uh what if what if it's like a a a reconstructed um what if it's actually a reconstructed uh statue of liberty <laughs> like the statue of liberty got blown up and they rebuilt it and put it here i forget if in can like in any recording i i just seemingly distinctly remember talking about the idea of the statue of liberty actually being just a giant mech <laughs> I think I think we can mm. leave this one and say this one isn't a giant mech. <laughs> as, much yeah, as, as much as as much as I enjoy having there be giant mechs everywhere, I think we can maybe just say that the, the Statue of Liberty got rebuilt and put here. Yeah, it's are part of a like national defense strategy. If you have so many big statues <laughs> that are mechs, you can also make statues that aren't mechs, and any attack is not going to know which is which. Guys, are we going to have to make a list of every major statue in the United States and write off which ones are and aren't mechs? No, just the ones on the East Coast. But yeah, um, so um, I got, like I kind of just been going through, so I feel like it's the neighborhood that you were kind of describing. And I kind of put down the landmarks as things to flesh out later, but I kind sure. of have as its reputation, like port of call for many a newcomer. Yeah, yeah, yep. totally. Sounds good. And then... Um, as for reputation, it's like a little kitsch, but you know, well, with a good, with his heart in the right place. Mm -hmm. Totally. Gen genuine kitsch. Yeah, genuine, genuine kitsch. kitsch. You know what that's called? Patriotism. <laughs> <laughs> now that's America. Genuine kitsch. And I'm trying to think, uh, cause like when you were talking about like, oh, it's a very big thing. I, I really want to put like shock and awe where it's like, you come off this ferry and there's this giant statue of like, you know, people holding up this big ass like New America flag as like a, oh wow, look at this. Sure, yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm. Uh, it's, it's supposed to be impressive for sure. And then also I think uh, center of transit for the city. But yeah, I think I think that pretty much rounds it out for me. Mm. Covers everything I wanted to cover. Alright. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com.